BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey, Doug Mallard. Hey, Doug Benson. Guess who our guest is today? Uh, Jerry O'Connell? How did you know? Because you texted me that a couple days ago. Oh, yeah, because you got to come up with questions. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, well, let's go to, <laughs> let's go to work. Hey, so remember uh, a few minutes ago, like right before the theme song, when I was telling you that our guest today was Jerry O'Connell? Yeah, how could I forget? Well, it turns out he's he's a no-show at this point. <laughs> um, so we still want to give people a show. And it's really super last minute to, uh, you know, reach out and get a new guest. So, yeah, we'd have to be like, can you be on right now? <laughs> yeah. Do you mind coming on right now? And, you know, there might be some people that would say yes to that, but just that, just the fact that it's a crapshoot and we got to, you know, it's a whole thing. So we're just going to do a show anyway. Uh, you know, perhaps even pretending that Jerry is here. And <laughs> I always pretend that Jerry's going to put his name on the episode because I swear to you, I have the receipts, as they say, that prove that he agreed to do this. <laughs> so I think we should be able to use his name to draw people in. And then at this point, I'd like to apologize to everyone who's solely listening to hear Jerry O'Connell because uh, he's maybe not going to be here. But if he shows up, great. You know, he might just be late for some reason. You know, right. something might have come up. He's a father of twins, and he has a very busy wife. I think they kind of have to take turns doing projects and stuff uh, right. you know, to keep the family all together. So he's a very busy man. I don't know what projects. I mean, I would have loved to talk to him about everything that's going on in the world of Jerry O'Connell. Right. He's buddies with Justin Long, so I was excited that, uh, you know, thought maybe Jerry might listen to the Justin Long episode of the show, which is, you know, one of our best ones. And, yeah, that was a good time. And then he would come in very excited. Maybe he listened to it, and now he doesn't want to do it. <laughs> or maybe he's listening to it right now. Maybe he knows that I, my, it was certainly my intention to sandbag him and ask him questions that will make him uncomfortable and that are practically unanswerable. <laughs> Hopefully we'll have answers to these questions later from him. You know, like uh, I'd ask him, uh, you know, do you think Piers Morgan is racist? <laughs> He's got to decide as a big time celebrity, like, well... I just say yes, that means I'm not going to be on any shows with Piers Morgan anytime soon or on any networks or shows that he has control over, which, you know, who knows what's going to happen with that guy. Just because he walked off one show doesn't mean he's not going to rise like a racist phoenix. <laughs> oh, God. And then who knows? But anyway. Uh, racist phoenixes. It's tough. It's tough right now. The show business people have a hard time navigating all this stuff. Because now Sharon Osbourne, like she was defending Piers Morgan so vociferously 
that I ran to the dictionary to look that word up. <laughs> I was going to say, that's the biggest word I've heard in all of quarantine. <laughs> Quarantine's a big word already, buddy. <laughs> but it's, you know, I feel like people dumb down a little during all this. So good, good, good job. Yeah, I don't know where it came from. I was, you know, I was, it was either that or flapping or yap. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, so thank you. I got to say thank you to Jerry O'Connell for letting us use his name to promote <laughs> so, I might even include a picture of him in my normal posts about who's on the show, the new episode. Or we could tease it. We could just say, you know, will he show up or won't he listen and find out? There you go. Yeah. For people who miss escape rooms, <laughs> this is a really exciting podcast of like, what will the guest show up or not? Or did we stage all of this? People that need suspense in their lives. <laughs> um, so how do you think he felt about, what do you think he would answer when we ask him our opening question about his name, Jerry? Like how, how does he feel about the name Jerry, you think? I feel like Jerry is in the realm of Doug. Because it's such a non-threatening, this is at least my interpretation. Yeah. It's, uh, one way it differs from Doug, but is also similarly, you know, probably uh, frustrating. Like, because we, Doug, there's this issue of spelling it. And in the case of Jerry, they got to make a J or G decision. Based oh, right. on what they think about you and the way you dress and the way you look. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't even know which one to guess most of the time. Even with a last name, I don't think that's necessarily an indicator. He's a yeah. J, Jerry. So then that means automatically it's not short for Gerald because Gerald with a J is fucked up. Is that even a thing? I don't think it is. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Is yeah, like, Why right. did Gerald with a J? People be like, fuck off. <laughs> so, so, yeah. So there's, there's definitely some baggage with Jerry. Um, cause I, I guess with a J, they just named their kid Jerry. Like they just named him a nickname. Oh, it could be short for Jerome. Oh, that's right. Jerome O'Connell. <laughs> that would be great if he was on here to talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it, J Jerry seems, man. Yeah. Jerome and Jerry are vastly different. I guess that's kind of like Douglas and Doug also. Like, Jerome seems way more serious. Jerry seems pretty jovial, you know? Yeah, and, and if someone, like, if Gerard Butler's friends call him Jerry, that's Jerry with a G. Right. Or Gerard Depardieu. Oh, my God. How do, he spells it with a G? I think so. Gerard? Yes, you're right. G-D. Sorry, dip our D. Yeah, I remember GD because when I see him, I go, God damn it. <laughs> there he is. What uh, do you think you, uh, Jerry would have thought of the theme song to backtrack a little? Oh, yeah. Yeah, if we're going to recreate everything, but without Jerry, <laughs> I think, it, you know, I think he's normally got a lot of energy. So I think it would have just, you know, he would have been even more invigorated, uh, excited. I think he'd be pumped for it. I think also it might lead to like a 10 minute conversation about something that he thought of when listening to it. <laughs> like a metal concert he was at? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I just, cause he's really good at like, you know, he's had a talk show and he's been like, he sat with Kelly Ripa a lot on her show. And, um, I, you know, I would have preferred him over uh, Ryan Seacrest, but, uh, um, you know, he's just good at that sort of thing. Yeah. So, but, but then when he comes on Douglas movies, he's like a total wild card. I don't know. I don't know which Jerry I'm going to get. <laughs> Gerald or, or Jerome or Jerry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, so uh, Doug's he's known. He'd probably say, well, I just met Doug Millard and I know Doug Benson and 
<laughs> trying to think if there's any immediate show business dugs you would have uh, possibly mentioned. I would have gotten into with him how a little boy named Vern, that might even be worse than Doug to be named Vern and be a little kid. And that was his name in standby. Oh, yeah. It was Vern Tessio. I mean, that's... Stephen King was pretty good with the names. It was, like he's dead or something. <laughs> um, but he's written... Stephen King's written too many words. I think he should start taking back some of his books. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'd like to see how many... They're out there total. It, you know, it's like these, uh, you know, Friday the 13th movies going into the, you know, over a dozen of them. It diminishes the original. Yeah. And that's what all these Stephen King books are doing. Like, there's just too many. Yeah. <laughs> there's a lot. I'm just too lazy to read them. That's the, the, only, reason. <laughs> that's the only reason I'm upset. Um, I wrote to Stephen King when The Shining came out because I was, you know, in agreement with a lot of people that that uh, Stanley Kubrick ruined uh, the book, you know, because we were all so excited about the book being filmed and what happens in the book, and then Stanley Kubrick did just did, you know, it was just kind of a jumping off point, pretty much for the yeah. book that he made, and uh, you know, it's too bad they couldn't advertise it as such, but uh, I guess they've tried to make it a couple more times, but I don't, I don't know if to. Those, those TV movies were any good, but uh, yeah, one with like Steven Weber, I believe. Yeah, I yeah, that. one was like a mini series, and uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I just, I just know that uh, I wrote, I wrote an actual, you know, physical letter to Stephen King, and he Whoa. wrote back, typed on a postcard. I guess was his jam. Whoa! And then signed it. It's laying around somewhere. I should, I really should find that. Was it signed in blood? <laughs> but uh, but he's really diplomatic about it because I went in all hot, you know, like they ruined your book, and uh, and he was like, "Well, that's unfortunate." I, I he did say I didn't I didn't like it either because he was you know kind of I was I was definitely kissing up to him by talking about that because I already knew he didn't like it. That's but, so cool uh, that he took the time though because a lot of. Uh, you know, when I was younger, I would write to a lot of the, you know, celebrities and stuff, but it, I think they were like generic fan addresses or whatever. Yeah. And you would just get these kind of generic letters that, you know, didn't answer anything. So that's really neat that he wrote back like specifically oh, yeah. to what you're saying. I don't know how that went down. Like, I don't know how I got the right address to send it to. Like, maybe he was just very open about it. Plus also, I mean, he had, he had three popular, three or four popular books at that time, not, uh, you know, Sure. Dozens, and there was no social media, you know. So it was like, you know, very, very snail mail, snail, snail mail move <laughs> on my part. Um, you know that could result. I'm sure I did similar things that resulted in nothing, you know. But yeah, uh, it's always worth a shot. When I I went and saw a taping of the Carol Burnett show when I was a kid, and I uh, Steve Martin was the um, guest on the episode. And I was already a huge Steve Martin fan, even though oh, yeah. I hadn't done that much at that point. And um, uh, <laughs> I just asked one of the pages, I said, I handed him a little piece of paper and a pen. And I said, can you get Steve Martin to sign this? And he was just like, no, we don't, that's not how this works. We don't do that. <laughs> and I was like, oh, you know, I don't know what, how I, I don't think I really convinced him as much as he just like took a beat and went, ah, yeah, I'll see what I can do. And then a little while later, he comes back and hands me, you know, either he faked it or it really happened. But either way, I was fucking thrilled that I had a piece of paper that said Steve Martin on it <laughs> and that no one else in the audience got his autograph that night. I was just the one, I was just the one little shithead who asked and got what he asked for. It, in the list of celebrities that I used to write to, I got a Steve Martin autograph as well. And that was like a, you think that was a real one? I, I don't know, because I actually got a second one later, and it looks like identical, you know? <laughs> so I think they were just like mass printed. Hang on just a second. I keep recording, though, Ryan. Uh, Jerry's calling. H Hello? Hey, Dougie, it's Uriel. Hey, man, what's up? You're scaring me. It's 5 p.m. today, right? 
Yeah, e Eastern time. Yeah. No, that's all right. If these things happen, I was telling the listeners that you, you know, you got you got kids to worry about. No, uh, you want me to come on now or no? It's up to you. It's your call. Yeah, well, let me come on. All right. Yeah. Just hit that link in the Zoom uh, thingy. Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. <laughs> 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 Now we got to go back and talk about all that shit we were already talking about. <laughs> See, I was worried it was a time zone thing because he, he's probably out here in California. Uh, and I said five Eastern, but the invite says two Pacific. So he probably just saw my five o'clock and that's all. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so um, hopefully he'll, uh, I wasn't kidding, he'll jump in soon. I don't know what the holdup is. I am very excited to ask him. You know, we probably won't get to much, but... Let's just do the break right now. Let's go to break. Sure. And we'll come right back as soon as uh, Jerry is here. We'll be right back. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Doug, I'm so ashamed. Why? Because I said I'd come on your show, and I'm <laughs> 25 minutes, a half hour late. What are you doing? Just like uh, cruising around the perimeter of a school? <laughs> oh, doggy! Oh. Doggos! Oh my goodness! Yay, doggies! Come and say hi, guys. Is that blue healer. Oh, wow, come and say hi. This that. is this is pirate. This is Phil. Walter, come here. Walter, Walter's, uh, Walter's a new one. Guys, I'm so ashamed. I really had it in my phone. I was ready to go 5 p.m. And of course, That's all right. Uh, do you, so can you spare like 30 minutes? Yeah, whatever you want. Today is your day. All right. We'll do 30 minutes starting now. We're going to come back from a commercial break and then we'll go. We'll get into it. And it it's OK if I walk and do it. I think so. As long as I mean, how's it sound to you, Ryan? Yeah, it sounds all right to me. Yeah, if you get near people and making a lot of noise, then we might have some issues. But as long as it's quiet where you are, <laughs> if the dogs start barking at somebody, yeah. I'm, should, I'm I, other, should I say? Other, uh, should I say I was late and like I'm embarrassed and all that stuff? Yeah, we'll talk about it. <laughs> We're back and we've got Jerry O'Connell. It's happening. He's really here. We were going to go ahead and do a show without you, Jerry, but we were going to talk about you the entire time. Uh, my co-host is also named Doug. That's why it's called Wide World of Dugs. His name Hello. is Doug. Hey, Jerry. Hi, Doug. Thanks for coming on, man. Hi, Dugs. I want to really apologize. It's really unlike me. I mean, Doug B can can attest to this. I'm, I mean, totally professional, like super professional, like, I mean, like the most professional of professionals. And uh, I yeah, thought it was show up PM. The, you show up too early. Well, I often think that uh, Doug is um, on the West Coast just because of his documentary films and just he's just a West Coast guy. He believes in sort of the the laws that we have here. And I just never thought for one second he's on the East Coast. So, Doug B., I guess you're on the East Coast now. No, I'm not on the East Coast. I thought <laughs> you might be on the East Coast. That's why I told you five o'clock Eastern time. Oh, but the. Okay. But the email also says two o'clock Pacific, but you just, you, oh, you know, no, you have no reason to read all that. Why read all that? I didn't, uh, 
I didn't even open the email. I wasn't going to open it until about 4.55 p.m. West Coast time. Uh, but my bad. I'm ashamed, and I hope uh, that uh, my remaining time on this podcast will make up for it. This happens all the time. Right now, Doug is in New Mexico, and I still don't. I still can't remember what what the difference is. I think he's an hour ahead of me. Yeah, I'm one wow. hour ahead. So you're on Central Time. It's all so so confusing. <laughs> so you're just out. You thought you had plenty of time to before doing the show. So you're out walking all the dogs. Yeah, I have uh, three dogs. Uh, three all rescues them. here. They're all big. Um, like if they decided, hey, you know what? Let's do this. Let's go. You wouldn't we be like to, We like big dogs. I do have to say, um, the new one that we have uh, only goes to the bathroom inside of our house. It's really, I've never experienced anything like that. Oh, he, no. He, he holds it in while he's outside. And then the second he comes in, he lets it all go. I've never, it's like almost being like, it's like a reverse housebroken. I've never seen anything like it. Do you think that's a message to like, we need to stay out longer? Like he's trying to get you to just, he's holding you hostage. I don't know what to do. I mean, I'm here, I'm walking him. I mean, literally just willing him to shit, just willing it to happen. <laughs> and it's just, he looks like he's almost about to go. I think he gets a little nervous. I mean, we all get a little nervous, but I know the second we walk into our house, boom, he's just going to just lay one out right there and he does it he keeps eye contact with you it's really <laughs> it's really a whole thing i've never i've never experienced it i uh i'm getting pretty close to googling how to house trip i mean i like i've had puppies and stuff and you put you lead them over to it and say bad bad dog and then put them outside and it's just uh it's 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 not happening is it pirate uh, no, it's actually Walter. Hey, Walter. <laughs> Walter. Walter seems like a real tr troublemaker. It's this one. Hey, Walter. Look at that face. Oh, my he's God. A nice boy. Get away with anything. For he's a nice boy, but he's, uh, he's a Who problem. Who named him Walter? Uh, you know, um, we like to name our dogs after like elderly men names, like old school names. You know, we have Bill. <laughs> Walter, we have a cat named Larry. It's just, um, it keeps it simple. And it's sort of fun to give animals adult names. Yeah, I do enjoy it. And Walter, he, Walter kind of looks like Walter Cronkite. He's got like a bushy uh, mustache. Yeah, I actually thought that. I actually thought that as well. Yeah. Oh, and God, I'm so, I'm still so ashamed. You know that feeling when you're late to work, especially on a set and everybody's waiting for you? And then you get to work and you just can't shake it for the rest of the day. It's so crazy. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I hope you shake this off because this is real. Uh, this is a real. Uh, Doug B, sport. have you ever been really late to work? Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, it's brutal. Um, and dreams about it too. Like, why do we? Why do we? Can't we just get a good night's sleep? We have to dream about being late for work. <laughs> uh, Doug, not B, have you ever been late to work? Oh, yeah. I think everybody has at some point in their life, for sure. And even I was late to the podcast last week because I had technical issues and it was stressful. So. Yeah, but technical issues in the age of COVID, you're sort of allowed. Yeah. <laughs> if I miss a Zoom call because I can't log on or something, I just send somebody a text and go, I sure. can't log on. I was there. I was there. I was there. But I uh, you know, in, this, in this instance, I have no excuse. But I, I think the pandemic is, I mean, it feels like a lot of people use it as an, an excuse for, you know, missing things, like forgetting what day it is, is a big one for me. That That's happened a few times in the last yeah. few months where I just suddenly realize I'm late for something because I thought it was a different day. Yeah, I, I, wow, I've I know. never, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, sorry, Doug, not be, please go. Oh, I was just going to say, I've almost missed a flight for a stand-up gig to another city. And that, and I always give myself with LAX a large cushion, like hours and hours. And that is the worst feeling to just like, I might not even make it there tonight, you know? Yeah, that was going to be on you because I've been to the airport just a, just a couple of times during, uh, during quarantine. And there's really no excuse, like the Uber couldn't pull into LAX and it was too long of a wait. It's pretty empty at those airports. Yeah. 
but you're here and we're excited. <laughs> all right, tell me when we get started. Tell me when you hit hit record. This is uh, all recorded. People are loving it. People are already writing in. We're receiving letters by the truck full. Um, what do you feel about what we talk about a little bit on the show is, you know, we're both named Doug and it's not the greatest name in the world. Where, where do you stand on Jerry? Have you always liked being a Jerry? Uh, yeah, I've always liked being a Jerry. You know, it's, um, uh, I gotta tell you, um, you'll be hard pressed to find a Jerry that people don't enjoy being around. Everyone loves a Jerry. And I got to tell you, Jerry is just one of those names. I don't know if it's like just the sound it makes, the consonants, the vowels. It's just one of those names when you walk into a room or a party back when people used to walk into rooms and parties. Um, I got to tell you, everyone goes, uh, Jerry! <laughs> it's just one of those names, you know? You know, I think it's the two-syllable thing. Jerry, you know, it's, uh, I don't know. I mean, think of, think of an unfunny Jerry. Right. I, right we but, one. but we were talking before about, you know, like, but where does Jerry come from? Is it short for Jerome? Are you a uh, Jerome? It's actually Jeremiah. Jeremiah. Oh. I'm a Jeremiah. Of course. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. I was on to something, though. I was answering for you earlier about your name, and I said it's a very jovial name. So I, I was in the ballpark. Yeah. yeah. Totally, Jerry. Totally jolly. Jerry and Jolly sound similar. Yeah. Jerry and Jolly, sure. I love Jerry. that candy, Jolly Jerry's. Um, you know, another one I get is uh, sometimes people call me Jer Bear. It's a name that I get a lot. Oh. Jer Bear. You like that? Uh, what would you guys get? Doug Pug? Doug Pug? It's never Doug good. Pug. <laughs> slug, Doug Pug. Slug, Slug Doug. Doug Pug. <laughs> slug or Doug Pug. Pug. Uh, it's never good. Yeah. Um, but quarantine's been pretty... Uh, I know this was some of your show and... You know, the fact that I was a half hour late and doing exciting bits and material, but it's been really been super quiet for me, you know? I mean, I just, uh, it's just been quiet. I've just been home, really. Not doing anything. I mean, it's I guess you guys are, for, are back on the Rebecca road working? now, Florida. My wife is working. My wife, Rebecca Romaine, um, uh, she is working on a, a TV show, um, the, the new Star Trek shows. It's very exciting. Oh, right, yeah. So she's up in space uh, discovering strange worlds and all that stuff. Um, we're still married. Going <laughs> uh, Surprisingly, we did not fight as much as I thought we would have in COVID during the last year. I guess we're coming up on a year. Well, we how long had ago did really she... a couple of fights. How long ago did she go back to work? Just about a month ago. Yeah, so you went a long time there with, uh, you know, that's, that's a good, you did a good I gotta job. Tell you, I got to tell you, I've, I am married, um, been married for 14 years. That's a long time. Um, uh, and um, I wasn't sure how our marriage would handle it because we had never really spent that much time together. We both, you know, work on the road a lot. Um, uh, we both you know, escape the house a lot, you know. Um, we both like to dine out. We like, we're not really cook. We don't really cook. We're not homebodies. We don't open up a bottle of rosé and uh, break the walkout. <laughs> um, and uh, I was, uh, I shouldn't say I was shocked. I was pleasantly surprised how, how well we handled it. Yeah, it's uh, definitely tense for a lot of people. And, uh, you know, when you're stacked up on each other, it can be it can be difficult. Oh, man, anytime I heard of somebody breaking up, and when I say someone, I mean, like, 
celebrities, uh, you know, like in the news, I'd be like, man, I, I get it. Nobody, like, I get it. It's scary. <laughs> and uh, Jerry, did your passion for naming cute things, uh, old man names, did it begin all the way back when you played Vern in Stand By Me? Is that uh, what yeah. started your love? I guess of old so. Names. You know, for that is for, the funniest name for a little kid, Vern. For some of your viewers and listeners, I was in a film, Stand By Me. Uh, you know, it's an older film, Doug B., so you have to say what, it's, what it is, you know? Right. Uh, <laughs> uh, um, and I played a character named Vern, which I guess is an old man name. Yeah. You know, Vern, uh, the, the, the character I played, Vern, it got taken a little bit by uh, Ernest. Remember the comic oh, Ernest? right. Yeah. And he... Um, he always referred like he was always talking first person to the camera. Yeah. And, and that he was, was talking to an imaginary friend, Vern. Yeah. And uh, it sort of got, I sort of lost. I mean, I never had the rights or a copyright to the name Vern, but I sort of lost. Uh, I lost the. Your, um, your Vern momentum. I lost my Vern uh, link, like my link to <laughs> Like it was mine up until that. And listen, I mean, he had a lot of popularity. He had a lot of uh, popularity with that. You know, it wasn't, I didn't have a copyright on the name. He's, uh, it was anybody's. And he just, he just grabbed it. He grabbed it. He grabbed the opportunity. <laughs> who, is, or, who is somebody named Jerry? Because I agree with you that Jerry's are uh, generally have a pretty positive attitude about Jerry's. But who do you think's the, the top Jerry right now? I think it's uh, Seinfeld. Then I think it goes Stiller. Then I think it goes Springer. Uh, <laughs> then uh, Jerry Rice. Everyone loves Jerry uh, Rice. Right. Uh, famous I, I wide receiver for the 49ers. I wouldn't say everybody loves Jerry Jones, but he's definitely well known. Right. <laughs> right. Jerry Jones. Um, uh, Jerry... Uh, Oh, Jerry, Jerry Stiller, Penicoli who just... was a reporter for Extra for many years, lives in St. Petersburg. <laughs> um, and then I think I'm somewhere, I'm top, top 20 at least, you know? For sure. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Especially oh, you know what's Jerry, funny is... Um, oh, Jerry, sorry, to uh, make people happy, you're way up there. Sorry. Um, yeah. Jerry Ford's nowhere in, in your league when it comes to... Uh, you know what's funny? Right, I never sure. Google. I never, I never Google myself ever because that would be like vain. But <laughs> if you were to Google me and you type in Jerry O, because my name is Jerry O'Connell, Jerry O, God rest his soul, but fucking Jerry Orbach always comes up. <laughs> Jerry O, and he's still, he's still, his star meter is still higher than than mine. Yeah, God rest his soul. He, you know, he played a French candle in a classic uh, animated film. Oh, was he the voice of the candle in uh, Beauty yeah. and the Beast? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, great actor. Yeah, Go get your gun. Good time. Seems to be our guest. Did musicals, Law and Order, really diverse career. We should be so lucky. Yeah, no, he is great. He really, uh, he really tore it up. And, uh, uh, you know, if you're going to have somebody else be higher up on the Jerry O list, you can't do any better than him. I, don't um, I grew a mustache in uh, quarantine. Yeah, we can see that. We've been watching you, you know, walking around with your dogs. <laughs> and with your mustache, does it, yeah. uh, is your mustache housebroken? <laughs> um, you know, uh, I got to tell you, it's very hard for me to grow facial hair. This is about three months on my face. A lot of work. kind of yeah. pathetic. Um, you know, three months. I mean, I should look like Sam Elliott at that point, you know. But, it's um, a good color. It looks young. It doesn't, it doesn't yeah. not gray. Yeah. Uh, you know what's funny is um, the reason why I, I don't grow a beard is on my chin. It's full Santa. Right. And um, I got to say, gray facial hair, it's just... You just look old when you have it. Yeah. It's yeah. just um, about, uh, you know, wise old dudes. Uh, you, you know, know I, I do have to say also um, something I can't stand is gray <clears throat> body hair. Uh, gray hairs and 
in your like all around your body. It's uh, <laughs> just makes you look. Oh, it makes you look old. You look. You look old. You feel old. Well, that's yeah. why it's great that uh, you know shaving everything off is so accepted now and standard. You know, you can just shave away all those gray hairs. I guess the, so. Uh, yeah, I guess so. I, I don't. Wouldn't say it's accepted. I mean, is it really like? I, I mean, I wouldn't know. I, uh, I'm, I'm not, I'm not running in your virile circles, Doug B. But um, well, you know, like uh, what? There's a comedian, uh, Drew Hastings. He had a line that you know, uh, when he shaved all of his pubic hairs, it looked like there was just a dead chicken hanging between his legs. Oh, 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 oh. Uh oh, okay. argument with, with dogs across the street. Oh, hey, come on. They were hungry for chicken. Dogs across the street. Hey, hey. Guys, I come on. One of the dogs. Guys, be good or we're not coming here. out again. Guys, be good or we're not coming out again. Stop. Sorry about that. <laughs> I thought one of your dogs had a problem with the Drew Hastings joke. Um, yeah, he didn't like that dead chicken joke. It was actually a little too far. It was offensive. <laughs> for, for, like the, for, word for your dog is the word chicken. <laughs> for the the listeners at home, uh, Jerry's sporting an approaching uh, a Sam Elliott mustache. It's very. Uh, <laughs> are you sure you're not in Tombstone Two? <laughs> <laughs> I wish. Uh, someone. I actually went to a. Um, I went to a very small gathering. It was a very small gathering. People were tested before they went there, so I don't want anyone to get upset. But I went there, and someone asked me, um, "Was I doing it for a role?" And. I was about to say, no, I'm not, I haven't worked in a year, but, uh, I said, yeah, I'm doing a full role. <laughs> how is, I, I how, how are Rebecca and the fam, uh, liking the mustache? Oh, um, no one likes it. You know, the only <laughs> one who, no one likes it. I'll tell you the only one who likes it, uh, oh man, I hope she's not watching. Um, but, uh, the only one who likes it is, uh, there's a mom at my kid's school who I really like. <clears throat> um, oh, God, please don't be watching. I, I, I really like her. She's uh, younger and, like, a uh, single mom and, like, a little, like, she's, she's tough. There's a, uh, I don't mean to generalize and stereotype, but there's a lot of, uh, there's, a, you know, a lot of cat work and uh, piercings and she's, uh, She's a lot of fun. Some of the other parents, I live in the suburbs of uh, Los Angeles. I live in Calabasas, made famous by the Kardashians. But, um, <laughs> and the Pet Cemetery. And the Pet Cemetery, correct. <laughs> um, uh, and, uh, but y this mom is a little different. She's sort of like the wild mom. But one day our kids went to um, some gathering and, um, and she came up to me and she went, hey man. And I went, hey, and she went, I fucking did the mustache. <laughs> and uh, I got to tell you, that was all the encouragement I really needed. <laughs> Everyone else can hate it, but like that, just getting yeah. there was enough. I also do find myself like, you know, like when I get out of the shower or something like, um, just like looking at my, you know, my naked body and like just talking like I'm like an undercover, like cop who's like gone in too deep and I can't get out and I don't know what to do. Uh oh, we have a couple more dogs across the street. There may be another situation here. Hold on a second. I'm going to show you. Cool. They can, they can show you here. There's a lot of cars coming around. Sorry guys. Another, be good guys. Be good or we're not coming out anymore. Be good. So with this undercover cop look, do you do the, the lean and the shower? The disgruntled. I what I do is I like tuck my towel in and I tuck it around my waist and then I like wipe the steam off my mirror and I just look at myself and I go, you're in too deep, man. <laughs> you're in too deep. <sighs> and then I splash more water on my face and then I put the water through my hair and I like act like I'm thinking about my family that I haven't been, been in touch with because I'm in so, so deep. And, um, you're in deep with his mustache. Are you like as an actor? As an actor, it's um, I'm a little on the nose. I'm a little over the top. I end up looking like a parody of someone who's in too deep. You know, I, it's not. 
I don't know if I could pull that off. And that's a little upsetting as an actor. You know, you want to be like, I'm sure if Christian Bale does that. He's like, I got this. I could do this anytime. But like when I do it, it's almost like it's like an imitation. <laughs> I don't know. I kind of bought into it. Yeah, I'm starting to think you maybe are in fact undercover right now in Calabasas. And you're, a lot of traffic. This is rush hour in Calabasas. Yeah. I'm crossing on a street Okay, be careful crossing the Park street. Park Sorrento. I'm, I'm sorry, um, Valmar and uh, um, Park Aura. But very busy, as you can see, a lot of... Um, yeah, a lot of traffic. A lot of commuting. Uh, I don't think school is in, so I, I don't know why there is so much traffic. But I'm going to walk. I hit the crosswalk thing. Let me hit it again. Don't touch there those things. Oh, God. I was going to cross, but nope, somebody's <laughs> coming. There we go. Just coming right, <laughs> right there. Oh, there we go. I got seven seconds. Oh, oh, God. Dogs. The dogs Four, make it so you can't. Three, really two, one. Oh, man. I just, you want. You barely I just need that. <laughs> For the listeners, it was, it was very Frogger esque. Sorry, man. Getting across the street. Yeah. I'm really sorry. Uh, and for those who are just tuning in, I thought this was happening uh, two and a half hours from now. I didn't realize. <laughs> Trying to get my steps in before I did the big Doug's podcast. Really messed that one up. <laughs> no, we're, we're just we're just glad you're here. You also say beef. It's what's for dinner with that mustache a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Um, do you do a good, uh, a good hey, Sam Elliott impression? Oh, uh, Vic Shepard. Uh, recently, uh, you know, uh, during the pandemic, uh, a good mutual friend of ours, Jordan Rubin, I'm sure you know him there, but the, um, he, uh, he hosts, uh, he hosts uh, um, a watch party. We watch movies and then a, a group of comics and stuff get on and just comment on it. It's really fun. We do it on Slack television. And uh, last week we did Roadhouse. Oh, man. Yeah. 1989 film. And I'm not going to say which one. <laughs> Sorry, Doug, say it again. It's Doug's Doug favorite movie. movie. I love oh, that yeah. movie. It's a great <laughs> film. I mean, so it good, gets a little bad. crazy, uh, spoiler <laughs> alert, uh, but it yeah. gets a little crazy where Patrick Swayze pulls the, the bad guy's Adam's apple out. Yeah. <laughs> and then he, he floats. Out. But he deserves and, it. Oh, yeah. And then he just floats away in, in Zika Pond. Uh, yeah. That, everybody, uh, everybody acts like, oh, look at Dalton's a monster. Like that guy, was, also, like that guy right. was cool. And also, uh, big time spoiler alert, so if you're still waiting to see Roadhouse, turn it off right now, but... Uh, um, right before the big uh, third act battle between all the bad guys in town and Patrick Swayze, um, Sam Elliott's character is found with a knife in his chest, in his stomach, on the bar. And that's it. Nation, no police, nothing. Yeah. <laughs> that movie is such a beautiful mess. It's great. Yeah, there's never any law that gets involved in that movie. I didn't even really put that together. Oh, okay, so I lost you there. Do you know the last line of that movie, Julie? Do you remember? Uh-oh, you lost him. Uh-oh. <laughs> you know, started you know without last, Jerry. You know, we, the, you know the last line, right, Doug? I don't remember the last line. I just remember there... It's uh, really good. It's the last line of the movie is a bear fell on me. Oh wow, that's the last, that's the last line. <laughs> oh my god, that's great. And the, the very last thing that happens is they jump in that pond, and I think a naked Swayze jumps in the pond to make out with the the leading female, Kelly Lynch. Kelly, yes, Kelly Lynch. And what's funny is the first, the last time I saw it. In the background, there's just a guy hanging out by that pond as a naked Swayze runs by him and jumps in and starts making out with Kelly Lynch. And I, I didn't put it together. It's the blind um, musician from earlier in the film. But if you don't put it together, who is this like man that's just watching <laughs> these people make out in the nude? So weird. 
Oh, but he's blind, so that's cool. Yeah, well, yeah, so he's not... <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess he's still there. That's still he's pretty just, weird. He's just hearing how nude they are. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's... I heard a couple extra slaps against the lake. Which <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know who... I, I wish I could give credit to... Somebody's telling me that uh, somebody tweeted at one point that it would have been so funny if, as they're making out, the body of the throat rip guy just floated by down the river. All right. Well, even if Jerry comes back, uh, I don't think we should let him in because I just want to say, I just want to thank him for joining us. Yeah. And, uh, I, Man, I really wanted to get to his questions. It's, <laughs> it sounds like he's got nothing to plug, but he's such a good guest, even when he's out walking his dogs, that um, I'm thinking that, uh, you know, we could just save all our questions and we can, you know, ask him those questions when we reschedule him down the road. Sure. And in the meantime, we'll just give our guests next week the questions that were left over from Owen. the show. So this will be <laughs> just like a special standalone weird-ass episode. <laughs> the guest doesn't show up for a long time, and when he does... He's got dogs with old man names and he's walking around Calabasas and even telling us the street corners he's on because he just wants somebody to drive by and roll down their window and say, love the stash. <laughs> he's just out there trying to get compliments on his mustache. Oh, man. A, a very, yeah, we can market it as a very special episode. Like I, you know, I'm just, I just think we just say Jerry O'Connell's our guest and leave it at that because it's, yeah. <laughs> it's a real roller coaster uh, in terms of, uh, you know, whether he truly is a guest. But we, we got a lot of good stuff out of him. Yeah. He, um, he's so uh, he's such an open book. Like he'll say things like, well, I hope she's not listening. But then he'll just say it, you know, he'll just do it. Yeah. And uh, so I doubt. He's probably right. She probably is not listening, but nonetheless, uh, he, he puts it out there. So <laughs> hope nobody goes and snitches to Rebecca that he's excited about somebody telling him his mustache look good. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't want to be a part of their marriage falling apart after all this time. Uh, twin girls. That that guy had twin girls. Uh. Yeah, and their names are Geraldine and Gergina. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, do you have anything to plug, Doug Mallard? Uh, this week I was actually just going to plug uh, a friend's band, their, their new record. They're called Dracula's with a K. Dracula spelled with a K in the middle. And it's called Terminal Amusements, and it's fantastic. I, I thought for a second, oh, well, Dracula with a K, isn't that Cracula? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Cracula. <laughs> Count Cracula. But it's a great uh, album. Check it out. All right. That's a good plug. I've got um, a couple things to talk about, starting with uh, South by Southwest this year in Austin, Texas, of course, is only happening in a uh, virtual internet version but it starts on tuesday the 16th and uh doug loves movies an episode of that show is part of the uh south by southwest comedy so if you get a ticket for all south by southwest it will include that show and that show will also be archived if you're you know busy whenever they uh, run it the first time uh, my guests were uh arden marine rob benedict and jerry trainer I've become friends with all of them, you know, through, or closer friends, I should say, through uh, Arden Marine's podcast about The Bachelor. Will you accept this rose? And it was funny when Jerry O'Connell was talking about Jerry's being fun, everybody loving, you know, when Jerry walks in. Because that's certainly true. <coughs> Excuse me. That's certainly true of Jerry Trainer. Oh, anyway, yeah. SX, how do you spell South by Southwest? SXSW. SXSW.com. Uh, that's one kind of silver lining to not having South by actually in Austin and it being on the internet is that people that couldn't afford to go to Austin can uh, you know see the movies and True. shows, things that are going on this year. God, yeah, it's so strange. 
no no south by for two years that's crazy yeah it's wild i mean wow. you know the timing has a lot to do with it because like i'm hearing they think they're gonna have like moon tower in uh, september oh wow yeah that's what i'm hearing because normally they're in april so they've given up on this april already yeah and but i don't know how official that is so don't nobody yeah and and south by shutting down last year was kind of the tipping point for people realizing how real, you know. Yeah, no, it really kicked it in, like, especially for me, because I was like. Oh, yeah, you were there, yeah. I had the nerve to go to Austin anyway when they were when they canceled South by, because I thought, well, other stuff is going to be going on. They just right. don't want, you know, hundreds of thousands of people crowding together. But, And I was yeah. right for a few days, you know, like I went and did some shows at Cap City. Um, but then, yeah, then everything shut out and then it was really downtown Austin was really quiet they took the virus very seriously yeah everything was very closed down except for takeout food and a couple of hotels but I've talked about this before we yeah. this 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 uh, podcast is a pandemic baby we basically thought of it and started it uh, a few months into this quarantine and thank you to everybody for listening. And we'll bring Jerry back soon. Oh, and I was also going to say April 20th uh, is my, uh, this year's 420 show. I can't be in Denver where I was supposed to be. So I'm going to do an internet show from Los Angeles. Rushticks.com slash Doug Sesh, D-O-U-G-S-E-S-H. And that's on uh, April 20th at 420 Pacific time. Jerry O'Connell, <laughs> who mixes up time zones. <laughs> or maybe I, you know, I should go back and look at it. Maybe I typed it wrong. But anyway. Thanks uh, to Jerry. Yeah. And I, got, I also came up with a great name for this episode because, uh, because Jerry's here. And I think we should still call it this because this has been sort of a, a kangaroo court. Uh <laughs> As always, Kangaroo Doug. Got it.